We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Salute to Knicks Nation. CP from Knicks Van TV here. And today's podcast is brought to you by Scotch Porter men's grooming products as you guys know this is the grooming products that i use for my beard i particularly use their premium beard wash conditioner balm and serum and i just love how it makes my beard feel man it it feels soft it's shiny it's smooth smells great and most importantly they use all natural products and for all Knicks Fan TV, the podcast listeners, you can get free shipping on all orders on $50 or more. And also, they always have sales on their beard collections, so definitely check it out. You're going to want to go to www.scotchporter.com slash hashtag KFTV. That's scotchporter.com slash hashtag KFTV. Peace. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Knicks all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Here we go, testing one, two, three. CP from Knicks Fan TV here. Salute to Knicks Nation. If you're a diehard Knicks fan who loves to talk about Knicks news, smash that subscribe button below and the notification bell so you don't miss anything. This is a quick, quick breaking news live stream. Uh, you guys know when when these things come across the wire, we always got to go live to talk about it. And tonight is no different because um, my guy Jonathan Macri from the Knicks Film School, also uh, uh, as of recent working for SportsIllustrated.com in the Knicks section, is reporting that according to sources, Tom Thibodeau is 90% likely to be the new head coach. Of the New York Knicks. 90% likely. To become the new head coach of the New York Knicks. What do you guys think about that? What do you guys think about that? We talked about it last week. uh, When Berman was on. He he said that Van Gundy and Tibbs. Will be candidates. We'll certainly get a look. Thibodeau as we know. Is um, uh, represented by CAA. Which is the agency um that leon rose 
the Knicks soon to be named president uh, it was under. So could be a little familiarity there with the new president and Tom Thibodeau. What do you, what do you guys think about it, man? Um, I'm not crazy about it, to be honest. I'm not crazy about it. To me, I, I think this is the guy they need to keep. I think they need to consider Mike Miller for the job. That's just me. Uh, the article is saying that they would look to keep Miller on the staff in some sort of capacity. Would he take it? That's another. That's another question. That's another question. So, but here's what it says. It says, on the coaching front, some around the Knicks also feel as if Tom Thibodeau is becoming a stronger and stronger possibility for the head coaching position, currently occupied by interim coach Mike Miller. One person with knowledge of the thinking puts the odds at 90% that Tibbs will get the job with Miller staying on in some capacity. So, you be the judge, man. You be the judge. My guy Macri's a credible source. We're going to have him on this week. We're going to get to the bottom of it. We need answers. But, uh, sounding like Tibbs is is a strong, strong candidate. I know the Jackson Hive is not happy about that. T. Mark Jackson is not too thrilled. I, I know that. But, this is, uh... This is what we're hearing. And we're also hearing that Leon Rose is about one to two weeks. Um, should be confirmed. Should be confirmed. He, he was all over the map. He's doing his farewell tours and all of that. Uh, but we are hearing that Leon Rose should be uh, officially named the president of basketball operations uh, with the Knicks. So let's let us let's see what happens. I'm going to open the lines. You know what, Dave? Let, let's open the lines up. See if anybody wants to call in and and uh, just express some opinions on this. Again, nothing confirmed, nothing confirmed. But my guy Macri's an extremely credible source. He, he's a, he's a great journalist, great writer. Um, recently just got named to Sports Illustrated, and he's been a friend of the show. You guys know that. I've been on the show plenty of times, uh, so I take this as as highly credible. I take this as highly credible. So. Um, you guys let me know what you think. I'm going to open up the phone lines in just a second and, um, and hear what you guys have to think. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Happy Sunday. What's going on, everybody? We got the Knicks in H-Town tomorrow night. Knicks versus Houston. That could get ugly pretty fast. So, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll hear from more of you guys in regards to the game and in in regards to this news, but I'm going to open up the lines right now just to hear what you guys uh, I have to say about all this. I mean, to me, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not too enthused. We'll see. You know, Tib Tibbs' calling card um, was defense, as we know. But with the Timberwolves, it wasn't that great. You know, with the Timberwolves, their defensive standing was not that great in the three years that he was there. Um, they finished 27th out of 30th in defensive rating in his first year. Second year, they finished 27th out of 30th in defensive rating. And the last season, which they didn't even give him much, they gave him about 40 games, and they still finished 24th. So, you know, I, I think I, I think personnel has a lot to do with it, obviously. But, again, it's it's it comes back to the coach. For better or for worse, uh, the, the stats come back to the coach, and it's reflective of the coach. So... Not too impressive. Obviously, with the Bulls, it was a different story, you know. But again, you you had you had 
you had dogs on that team. You had Noah. You had Taj. You had you know uh, uh, Luol Deng. You had Heinrich. You know you you had you had dogs out there that smart players, high IQ basketball players that uh, you know played hard for their coach. So I, I think it's it's part player and, and part scheme. But again, that that record is with Tibbs. His defense under Minnesota wasn't that uh, impressive. And then the question is what happened with the Jimmy Butler situation. There was a, definitely a fallout with Jimmy Butler and, and uh, you know, showing up to practice. They wanted to trade him. Tibbs thought that he was going to be able to keep him. And a mutiny breaks out. And Jim, Jimmy Butler lights the whole practice facility on fire and walks out, drops the mic on him. And, and, and that was that. So you have that. He was They questioned Tibbs' rotations in Minnesota. He tried to bring in the old Bulls. Like, he literally brought in the whole team. He brought in Taj. He brought in uh, Luol Dang. He brought in Derrick Rose. And they all got prioritized in terms of playing time over a lot of the younger players. So that was another knock on Fizz. I mean, on Tibbs. On Tibbs. So, again, how much... You know, it's not to say that a guy will come here and, and be stubborn and the same mistakes are repeated. You would hope that guys learn from it. So how much will he learn from it if he if he's given the job? Also, what type of uh, responsibility will be will he have? We know that he had played personnel responsibility with Minnesota. If you have a, a Leon Rose coming in here as a president with not much experience in terms of handling personnel. You know, could that be appealing for Tibbs? What type of responsibility would they be giving him? Is it just head coach? You know, how much input is he going to have on the ro- on the roster? Welcome to Blog Talk. So let's see. Lot lot to think about. Um, but yeah, th- this is just in from from Jonathan Macri. This is just in from Jonathan Macri. So salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. CP from Knicks Fan TV in here. A little under the weather, but Hey, listen, when this news comes across, we got to hear from the nation. We got to talk about it and and see what's going on and see what's going on. So let's let's get to the phones. Got everything tuned in. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. And um, first call up, 516 Erico. What's your name? Where are you calling from, man? Hey, what's going on, CT? It's Will from Milano. Will, what's good, bro? How you feeling, bro? <laughs> Yo, I... When I saw the tweet, I was just like, oh, my God. Listen, man, don't get me wrong, right? Because I look at I look at the Minnesota situation with Tibbs, and I can't give him all the credit, all the hate, because obviously Jimmy Butler had an issue with Carl Anthony Towns and yeah. Andrew Wiggins and didn't think that they were putting in the work and everything. So from there, I can definitely be like, all right, somewhere in there – it's not a, a whole coaching thing, right? What I'm worried about is the minutes he's going to put on our youth. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I think, like, he's going to, like, be good for players like Knox. Like, yeah. I feel like oh, Knox yeah. is playing hard. Oh, yeah. Cap better be on his P's and Q's, boy. Oh, man. I'll tell you, man. He's not gonna, yo, I, I, I think Tim is going to be great for a player like Knox and everything, right? What I'm worried about is I mean, well, that whole thing in the earlier the year when they said like RJ was playing so many minutes or whatever, you know, 
that's what I'm worried about. I'm just worried about these burnout. I'm I'm worried about if these kids can handle it. You know, if these kids can handle what Tibbs. He's like an old school coach. Yeah, you know, he's like an old school type of coach. So I mean, that's what it is, man. I mean, I want I, I want to know about development. How is yeah, he will will he have the patience for the development? As you said, I agree. Will he have the if he's if he's named the coach, right? We don't want to jump the gun, but if he is named right. the coach, right. what will his philosophy be in terms of development? You, you know what I mean? I if he is the coach, I just want a really good development coaching staff around him. Yeah. This coaching staff is gone. All right, all right. You, you look, you look. I mean, I mean, you. See, I feel like players like not to. Egress, you know, Mitch hasn't done anything in terms of taking the next step with a jump shot or anything like that. So, yeah, this, this, this I mean, DSJ is just god awful. So, yeah, I need, I need a, I need a whole revamp of a, of a coaching staff. But you know what? Tibbs does have some cachet. He has been a coach for a while. So, yeah. this isn't like a, 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 a thing where like he, he had no track record. Right. He had nothing to show. He was just assistant to assistant. This is a guy that's he's been the head coach. He's helmed a team, went into the playoffs. He's been underneath pressure. So I take the go with the back. You know, I just take, hey. take the go with the back. Okay. All right. Appreciate the call, man. All right. All right. So, so right. Will, Will's cautiously optimistic. I, I think that if I could uh, surmise Will's statements, he's, he's cautiously optimistic. But yeah, what would uh, a Tibbs. Uh, do with some of these young guys, you know. So they complained in Minnesota. He was running the young guys in the ground. A lot of you saying RJ's knees are done. You would hope not. Again, you know, are there are there lessons to be learned from his previous stops that he will implement? A lot of times they said that the assistants had to let him know that certain players were kind of maxed out in terms of minutes and and you know needed a breather. So. Again, uh, let's see. Still early. Still early. Nothing nothing set in stone. But this is what we are hearing right now. All credit to Jonathan Macri, the Knicks Film School, Sports Illustrated, uh, Knicks edition, saying that 90% Tibbs to the Knicks. Uh, 347 Eric, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Yo, what's good, man? This uh, is Jay from Brooklyn. What's going on? Bro? Jay, what's good, bro? Um, I gotta agree with you, man. I'm not too like enthused either, but I will tell you this: I just feel if Leon Rose is on board, right? It's all about personnel. You know, he's gonna want dogs on his team. I say I'm optimistic of the the hire, but I'm weary of it because I'm a Mike Miller guy too, just like yourself. I think you give Mike Miller a better team with with more more spacing and everything, I think he will do a great job because I think the way he manages the game and his X's and O's, you see the improvement over fit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I just feel with Tom Thibodeau and Leon Rose's connections, Leon Rose will get Tim the personnel we need for this modern game. You know what I mean? Because I just feel like, like right now I'm just watching Zion right now mm-hmm. and I see the spacing he has and that's what we need. That's all we, we, we really just need shooters. Need I would shooters. say keep Bullock. Certain players that we have and we, we already know what we need to get rid of. Yeah. I, I don't think 
I don't think um, Randall fits because he can't shoot a three. Yeah, he tries, but what is he shooting? Twenty nine percent. Randall you know is a tough fit. Like man. he's a yeah, he's a, he's a tough fit, and I'm looking at like I'm just watching this game on NBA TV, and I, I see stretches. They got they got shooters around Zion, and that's yeah. what you need. And I think. The biggest need, of course, is the point guard who could shoot. That's going to open up everything. I mean, I see a lot of people um, Halliburton and things like that. I think, honestly, a lot of people are not even mentioning homeboy from um, the white boy from uh, um, Arizona. Nico Uh, Mannion, yeah. Nico. Nico Nico is, 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 he could shoot. He's deceptively tall. I think he's he's about like 6'4". And he's a playmaker. And he could shoot off the pick and roll, mm-hmm. so I think he kind of fits that. I like him. I think he's a better shooter than than Lonzo. And um, you know, I don't know about like what's that do with the with with the jump shot that looks a little iffy. Halliburton. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. He looks. Yeah. His mechanics look weird. You know, but like at yeah. least Nico could shoot. You know what I'm saying? And True. I think that's what we need. You know, but. I'm, I think I'm optimistic like you. I I, I say just stay with Mike Miller. Okay. Because you just said in the personnel, I think he would do a great job. But I don't know. That's that's my take on it. I appreciate the call, appreciate my brother. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it, man. All right, man. All right, D from the Bronx. What's going on, man? Hey, how's it going, man? Good, bro. What's going on? Uh, So, yeah, so I just wanted to talk about the past hiring co-hiring of the Knicks. Um, and I think we all should have known that Mike Miller wasn't going to stay yeah. the head coach because of how our history has been with hiring coaches for the mm-hmm. last five coaches. It's, it's They, they want to look for a name. They want to make the splash. They want to make... They want to have the press conference yes. to bring some sort of... What, probably what they feel would be good attention to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. All the while knowing that it, it's probably once again it's probably not going to work out. Even though out of the last five coaches that we've had, maybe Sibs might be the best choice, but he's still not a great choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so we it's it, it's still it's still just an up in the air thing. We're just gonna have to wait and see what he does. If in fact he is gonna get right. hired, mm-hmm. we have to wait and see what he does and and how. He, he, how the players respond to him. And hopefully they can actually keep Mike Miller on the staff because the players do seem to respond to him pretty well, at least a lot better than they did Fitz. It's true. It's true, man. Good good points, bro. Appreciate the call. The, yeah, you know, listen, Miller's in a tough situation. Um, Even in the last game, the last loss to the Pacers, Alex Wolf, friend of the program, he was covering the Knicks-Pacers game for Sports Illustrated Knicks. And again, the question came up, Again, development versus playing the vets. I think Alex had asked him what was up with Harkless starting and Harkless's minutes because it just kind of just felt like it was out of the flow of everything, especially when you had Dotson out there and so on. But Miller's in a tough place because he wants to build his resume. He wants to win. And so whether it's staying here with the Knicks as the potential permanent choice or going somewhere else, Cleveland just opened up. You may have some other openings coming up in the offseason as well, depending on how things shake out. So Miller's trying to 
you know, show and tell right now that he is a competent head coach. I'm sure he wants to continue being a head coach in this league. This is what he worked for. This is what he grinded for his whole career. So he's in a very interesting spot because we want to see the younger players get more minutes, but at the same time, he's going for wins. So he's going to put the guys out there that's going to give him the best chance to win. So it's a tricky situation. And he was also asked again about that balance between vets and and, uh, and the youngsters. And he was basically saying, like, you know, um, you know, playing time isn't everything when it comes to development. And so we'll see. It's a, it's a very, again, very interesting dynamic, um, you know, with, with Miller. So let's see what happens. Cap from Jersey, what's going on, bro? Hey, what's going on, CP? How you um, so, I, you know, I, I, I want to talk about the coaching search, and I kind of also want to respond to uh, what you were just talking about in terms of development uh, versus uh, winning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll speak to that first. Um, to what I, I, mean, I feel like I'm on board with Miller. I'm on board with you in terms of, like, I like Miller's step. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we as Knicks fans, or uh, most Knicks fans, I'm very much different. I, I feel like we overrate this whole – playing time development stuff. I'm of an old school type of thinking that a winning culture is paramount to just gifting young dudes playing. You got to earn your minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you what, I bet you Thibodeau is going to come in and he's going to be old school style. Cats got to earn their minutes. Uh, Cats got to get a winning culture going. I bet you he prioritizes that thing. Definitely. Um, so, but 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 I feel like we put too much emphasis as fans on, you know what? Let's just give all the minutes to the kids and let them develop. Man, listen, the kids are trash, man. Like they gotta earn their minutes. If they don't, earn, RJ's earning his minutes. Mitch is earning his minutes. The rest of them, if they're not getting, I'm like, I'm, I'm not into this whole like just gifting the minutes. That all right? One more thing I want to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the the coaching order. Um, I like I like Mike Miller the best. And I feel like our organization does not value continuity. I think we need to put more emphasis on continuity. Yes, definitely. Everything changed. Like, they're not even going to give this cat a shot, and he's showing something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's that. Thibodeau, like like a lot of other callers have been saying, could be good, could be bad. Like, you know, it's it's like a wait and see. It's not the worst. uh, Mark Jackson, Mark Jackson's the worst. I don't, I don't know what that do here. Like, after <laughs> what I heard about when he's in the Warriors, yeah. like, I'm going to move that. And, and this organization is always about the big splash. Yep. Like, like I think the previous call splash. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, we need competent people that are about to work. That's what we need. Anyway. That's story, man. Good points, Cap. Appreciate it, Cap. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm with Cap, man. I'm like, you know... The, with the Tibbs thing, it's like, it's not the worst, but I'm not overly enthused about it. To me, I, I would have rather just stick with with Miller as the coach and let him grow with the team. Stability, man. Let's get some continuity in here. Get some better pieces that fit together with Miller, who's shown to be a good X's and O's coach. Get some better pieces in here that can actually go out there and execute, and maybe we'll be on to something. Maybe we'll see a little bit of improvement. Um, on the youngsters and, and fortunate minutes, listen, I understand what he's saying. RJ's earned it. Mitch has earned it. Kev, probably not. But we're trying to figure out what's the best way to help these guys get better. 
And the, the opinions vary. The opinions vary from coaches across the league to players. Steph Curry was uh, quoted as saying, you know, the, the the best way we learned was trial by fire, throwing us out there playing. It wasn't on the bench. You have um, uh, the coach from Charlotte who's saying, uh, Steve Clifford, who's saying, well, if you just throw the kids out there and, and one of them is bumming it up, then he's bumming it up for the whole group. You have Nick Nurse from the Raptors saying, play the kids, put them in the G League. There's so many paths to prosperity, we're just trying to figure it out. I, I couldn't tell you what the proper uh, path is. But, yeah, I, I would like to see some of these young guys getting, getting uh, you know, some some more time. So, I don't know. Well, let's see. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We got 550-something people watching on Facebook. If you're new in the chat, leave me a hashtag new. CP from Knicks Fan TV. One half of... Nick's post game live, the number one show for the fans by the fans with my guy JL. So, the Nick of Time show. This is the show where we talk about Nick's news, Nick's rumors, and post game live analysis featuring live callers like what you're hearing right now. Uh, remember, this show is available in audio podcast format. So, if you miss any breaking news, anything on YouTube, it's always available in podcast format the next day. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, and Stitcher. For all you iTunes listeners, please leave us a review on iTunes. Very important that you do so. Hit that thumbs up on YouTube right now. Please hit that thumbs up button. It goes a long way. Helps us promote these videos. And uh, this show only goes as far as you guys help us get there. So please hit that thumbs up. And lastly, uh, vote. I put a poll in tonight's um, show. If you click on the little eye icon, it's the top right hand side of the screen. There's a poll tonight on the Thibodeau situation. Do you like it? Do you not like it? Vote in tonight's poll, and and uh, we will announce the winner, announce the results um, before we get out of here. So, salute to everybody in the chat once again. All right, a couple more calls before I run. Let's go to uh, North Carolina. Towan, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? How you feeling, man? I'm all, I'm all right. I'm not all right with this. Uh, I don't know why everybody is so uh, like down on Mark Jackson, this Mark Jackson thing. They blackballing him and everything else. And uh, at the end of the day, who constructed that, that whole Golden State team? You know what I'm saying? He put that together. Before uh, Curry got there when he was in Davidson, he had no dribble, no dribble whatsoever. But when Mark Jackson got there, he had dribble. He had passes. You know what I'm saying? He put together that whole team, you know, and 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 he keeps getting blackballed because he had uh, uh, an opinion of you know he, it was his opinion on what he said, and they yeah. they just didn't they didn't go along with it. But at the end of the day, Mark Jackson is from New York, played with St. John's, Rookie of the Year. You know, we forgetting that, and it'd be good for for uh, you know recruiting purposes in in the city. You know what I'm saying? In the states, around the state, New Jersey, Connecticut, you know, New yeah. York, we we, we 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 can't forget this. You know, we gotta we gotta go past what he said five six years ago. If he didn't put that team together, Kerr doesn't have a championship. Yeah, Do no, we well, that's this? all true. That's all facts. But you you also have to look at. 
I mean, listen, the whole league is blackball Mark Jackson, man. I can't tell you the exact reasons why. Right, but we got to get past that. We got to move on. We got to move on past that and, and, and look at wins and not not listen, what he man. said. I'm not what in charge. <laughs> I'm not that. in charge, Tawan. I'm not in charge. All I know is I understand. I want as minimum of drama minimum of anything Mark Jackson, I, I, I'd rather have kids. Over, over Mark and, and all this. This is people, I mean, I, I, I can't see you understanding basketball. This is a point guard, uh, you know, a great point guard. Listen, to I, me, he was always I my, you, my favorite point guard. I hate you, man. Appreciate and, the call. And, I, I can't, listen, I don't know why Mark Jackson has not even getting a, gotten a look from anywhere across the league. All I'm saying is I want to keep the drama. I want to keep like the distractions at a minimum. This is why a uh, part of the reason I want Mike Miller to continue on because he's a no ego, no nonsense guy. He's about his X's and O's. Come to the gym, leave, go home. That's it. You know, the Mark Jackson thing is a tricky, tricky subject, man. It's a tricky, tricky subject. I, I just, I'd rather go somewhere else. Unless we're talking about like, you know, Red Auerbach coming back from the dead. The coaches, like, Mark Jackson, I get it, man. But the, I, I would just leave that alone, man. I would just leave that alone. Honestly. Honestly. I, I know the Jackson Hive is buzzing. You guys want that comeback feel-good story. I, I just, I just, I, I'd stay away from it, man. I, I, I would stay away from it. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you, boy. Uh, shout out Michael Parker, number one fan of the show. He says, this will be a bad move if the Knicks get Tibbs. Expect a bunch of injuries and worn-out players. He says, sign Jeff Van Gundy and call it a day. Mark Swift in the chat likes Dave Yeager. Uh, Shane Mack, salute Shane Mack. He says, let Miller grow the kids at the same time. Tweak the team. Tibbs would have been a good fit in the Knicks tape days. I hear that. You know, for a more veteran team. This is a young team. It's a tricky situation, man. Tricky situation. This was another, um, this was an article by Begley that touched on um, Mike Miller in terms of the whole uh, development thing. Hold on one second. All right, so this is what Mike Miller had to say in terms of Development, he says he talks to Scott Perry every day. They talk about personnel, talk about player development, and talk about everything every day, multiple times. They they are in agreement as they go through this that they are high level trying to develop players. As we do that, he says the approach that we're taking is that their minutes are quality minutes. They're bringing value to the team when they're out there. We think that's helping them develop and moving forward. He says, again, we're looking at development in a different ways, in a lot of different ways, not just saying it's about you need 25 minutes a game to develop. I think there's more to it. There's more ways that we can help these young guys grow than doing that. They're getting experience and getting opportunities. They're learning and we're seeing growth. So that was Mike Miller. That was, that was Mike Miller basically saying it's not just about the minutes for them. It's about get quality minutes, which I agree with because remember um, when when DSJ came in there and and was stinking up the joint, that it, that was it for the night, and rightfully so. So I can definitely see it. I can definitely see it and understand it. Um, and 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 you know by him saying it's it's not just about the minutes. It's got to be quality minutes. 
Gotta be quality minutes. So, uh, well, let's see what happens, man. So, to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Uh, again, this just came in just tonight, a couple hours ago. Jonathan Macri of the Knicks Film School, of Sports Illustrated, friend of the program, uh, is reporting that a source familiar with the Knicks is saying that Tibbs is 90% likely to be the coach. 90% likely to be the coach. So, I don't know. You guys be the judge of that, man. Michael from Massachusetts, what's going on, man? CP, how you doing tonight? How you going? How you doing, bro? I'm, I'm up here in the Celtic country, but I'm a big Knicks fan. Okay, hold, uh, hold it down out there, man. Be careful out there, man. People are dangerous. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. But listen, millions are earned. You know where you earn them at, young young players? You earn them in practice. You don't you don't give young players minutes, man. You you earn it in practice. You know, and uh, I hear people want give give the young guys minutes. No, no, no. You you earn those minutes. When I played, I had to earn my minutes. And when I earned them, I moved the guy out. You know, I, I don't believe in giving young players minutes because they don't value. Them. Yeah. Now, let me just say one other thing. It's a name. A coach's name that no one's throwing out there, and I don't understand why. Ewing, why not Patrick? Not, I mean, please give him a, a, a consideration. Yeah. What's your, what's your thoughts? Yeah, you know, they've never really taken the captain too seriously, man. They've never really taken the captain right. too seriously, never man. Really... And, and, you know, he's there at Georgetown doing his thing right now. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. You know, big men it's never just... really get that much opportunities for head coaching jobs in the NBA, if you really look at it. It's always the guards. The guards always get the most opportunity. Big men never really get that much of a look. He was an assistant for a long time under Stan Van Gundy, under Jeff in Houston and in Orlando. Um, yeah, I don't know. But at the same time, at the same time, I like Ewing. I like to remember him just like that, you know, from his playing days, you know. I don't want him to come here and be the coach, and then we talk about fire him after two years. You know what I mean? I don't want to tarnish my memories of Patrick Ewing in that way. You know what I mean? It took us a while to get over the missed finger roll and, and the no championships to get us into a good spot with the captain right now. You know what I mean? I'd rather remember him in that glory. See, Pete, that wasn't Ewing fault, though. They never put they never put that, that, that next Hall of Famer next to him. Had they did that, yeah. they would have won the championship. Sure. Maybe two. Sure, sure. But... Remember Willis Reed? He coached. I mean, I mean, get a man, get a man a look, man. That's yeah. all I had. Give okay. him a look. He loves, he loves the Knicks. He loves him. You know, you want to holler about Mark Jackson? Well, hey, give him a look. All right, all right. Appreciate the call, man. Nice, hey. nice to hear from you, Michael. Uh, let's go to um, Anthony from Queens. Anthony, what's going on, man? Hey, CP, what's up, man? How's it going? Can you hear me? Yeah, man. Loud and clear. What's going on? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Yeah, I just wanted to just give a shout out. I think the guy, uh, the, the guy that uh, I think we should be going for is Jay Wright from Villanova because of the fact that he's had success at the collegiate level, and I think his next step up is the big leagues. And I think I want to see him in the uh, in the NBA, and I think he could translate some of that success he got from college over to the pros. I think we got to give him a look before we start looking at other folks. Yeah, well, you, you know what the issue is, and, and appreciate the call. He, he already said he doesn't want to come to the Knicks. They, they, the rumor had came out last week. Adam Zagoria, something that said that you know Jay Wright, the Knicks are hot after Jay Wright, but he already turned that down and, and shot it down quickly. He said he's, he's not going to the Knicks. Like I said in the previous show, Jay Wright is making like 
NBA league salary average for a coach. He's got it made at, at Villanova. He's the king of Philly right now. He's got Nova 12 frank team in the nation once again at the top of the team. You know, going going in full steam in March Madness. They're going in hot. I don't see there's no I don't see them uh, any chance of him leaving. Honestly, honestly, unless he gets very tired of Villanova and just wants a new challenge. But I I don't see why he would not this one. This is a huge challenge. I don't I don't see it. He's got it made in at Nova right now. So I I, I just don't see it happening. All right, Delano, close this out, man. Delano to close it tonight. What's going on, bro? Yo, what's going on? Salute to everybody in the chat, man. Salute to UCP. Yes, sir. What's going on, bro? Hello? Yep, loud and clear, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just, you know, I'll be honest. Um, I'm kind of over the big-name coaches and the coaches with the already built-up resume that really didn't amount to nothing. I mean, we can sit here and debate, you know, Tibbs' resume, but I'm looking at the fact that what young player – or what team has he had where he had multiple young players? Everybody that he's played, um, that he's coached um, on the on the pro level, has already been established veteran guys outside of maybe the Wiggins and, and Carl Anthony Towns. But his calling card isn't development; it's defense. Yeah. But he also had the plethora of players that focused on defense. Joe Kim Noah was a defensive player. Yeah. Taj Gibson, defensive player. Uh, Jimmy Butler is known for being a defensive player. They drafted him specifically for defense mm-hmm. before he did everything else he's doing now with the all-star level. So who on our team looks like that guy <laughs> that he would come in and say, you know what, that's my guy right there on the defensive end. Kevin Knox ain't it. Yeah. Outside of Frank and, and RJ and Mitch. That's three people on the four, on a fifteen man roster that you can see them and kind of scratch your head and I hope this guy works out for me. I don't think he's the right coach for us. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. It's not the right one for us. We're young and we need to develop. And I feel like give Mike Miller his opportunity. If you're not going to go the Mike Miller route, don't get a coach that has a name because of the, with that name comes expectations, True. and True. that's what we can't afford to have. Okay, we already had the label of impatience and we have this whole stigma of we can't keep a coach for longer than two years. Mm-hmm. So why keep going that route? If all we're going to do is turn around and have the same Great issue point. another two, three years from now, we got Great the point. wrong coach and we got the wrong players. And at some point we got to stop it and say, you know what? We need a full rebuild and a rebuild. Unfortunately means we have to start from the bottom. Good point. And that might mean, that might just mean taking the coach that doesn't have that built-up resume. Yeah, I, I agree, man. appreciate the call, Delano. You know, it, it, we, we always expect those miracle workers, and Delano hit it right on the head. We always expect those miracle workers. And when you bring in a big coach, whether it's Mark Jackson, whether it's Jeff Van Gundy and now Tibbs, there's always going to be that expectation, you know, quick. Like, okay, what's going what's gonna to be the turnaround? Like, the coach is a miracle worker. Remember, man, this is a player's league, right? This is a player's league. You're a one-two superstar team uh, before you can really start making noise. And how much is the coach really responsible for turning those guys into that? Mm, I wouldn't really say that much, to be honest with you. I think, yeah, the coach has their role in it, but it's still about the talent. It's still about the talent. So... Uh, I would, you know, like Delano said, I would much rather stick with a Mike Miller or a coach that can kind of fly under the radar, man, and that we'll be patient with for this rebuild. So, Del, I think Delano hit it right on the head, right on the money. 
So let's see what happens. Again, this is all just speculation, people. All just speculation. I just want to come on and uh, talk on it a little bit, get your opinions on it. And we'll see, man. Uh, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boy before you get out of here. Nixon Rockets tomorrow night. We will be back for post game live. CPJ Ellis, you guys, more phone calls. We'll take your calls on Tibbs. Probably going to be an ugly game, so we'll take your calls on the game as well. And uh, yeah, man. Remember, this show is available in audio podcast format for those of you on the road, all your truck drivers, all your delivery workers. You can't watch YouTube. Check it out on podcast format, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, and Stitcher. Uh, real quick before I leave, definitely want to shout out Bad Book One for the super chat. He says, um, a great with baggage you sign is, is head coach. Mark Jackson ain't a great no to Mark Jackson. He says, uh, thanks, Stephen A., for calling in tonight. So, so to Bad Book One. So, to everybody in the chat, man, all the mods, appreciate you guys. What you guys think of that Wilder Fury fight, man? Fury takes home the title. Uh, Wilder got punished. He got punished, man. But, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good fight still. Good fight. Um, so, to everybody in the chat, Will from LI, thanks for calling in. Old Dog, appreciate it. Tribal Jiggle, appreciate it. Apple Fanboy, appreciate it. Khalid Pasha, we appreciate it. Jack Peters. Adam Kohler, Collier for the peace. Appreciate it. See you guys tomorrow, man. Knicks versus Rockets. I'm out of here. Peace.